Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. The world's most expensive cup of coffee is offered by a California cafe for $75. Rome opens up exorcism courses to all major Christian faiths to fight the rising demonic possessions. And a Malaysian teen jumps to her death after Instagram users voted her to do so in a poll. These are the stories for today, Thursday. This is Jonesy, Weird AF News. This is the only Weird News daily podcast hosted by a comedian, and I'm more than happy to do so. I hope you're enjoying the stories. Let's get into it, shall we? I'm feeling frisky. A California cafe is offering the world's priciest cup of coffee, $75. This has got to be made with unicorn tears, right? I mean, how is this $75 a cup? It's in San Fran. A California cafe is brewing up what it calls the world's most expensive cup of coffee at $75 a cup. The place is called Clatch Coffee Roasters, K-L-A-T-C-H. And it's serving the exclusive brew, called, it's called the Elita Natural Geisha 803. That's a long name for a cup of, like, what does this mean? This long name for a cup of coffee? Like, really? You should just call it Stupid. This is stupid. (laughs) Hey, I'd like to order the stupid. Yeah, okay. It's a $75 cup of coffee, and I'm stupid for ordering it. Apparently, it's got Southern California branches as well as San Francisco. I've never heard of this place. The 803 in the coffee's name refers to the record-breaking price per pound paid for the organic beans at a specialty coffee auction in Panama, where the limited supply set off a bidding war that determined their astronomical price. Okay, so 803 is what... It costs for a pound of this. But like, you're charging $75 a cup still. That's like one-tenth of this pound. You're not using one-tenth of the pound to make the cup of coffee. So where's this? This is still overpriced in my opinion. I'll give you 10 bucks for the cup of coffee from this thing. 10 bucks. I feel like that's worth <laughs> That's the most I'm paying for a cup of coffee is 10 bucks. Okay? So only 100 pounds of these beans were available for purchase. Uh, some kind of Panamanian coffee auction. Oh, man, I'd love to go to a Panamanian coffee auction. Where were you this weekend? Oh, I was at a Panamanian coffee auction. I just want to be able to say I went to a Panamanian coffee auction. Who gets to say that shit? What's better than that? I went to a Panamanian coffee tasting. That's pretty cool. So anyways, there was a limited supply of this 803 a pound coffee. And a bidding war determined the price. So the coffee went to Japan, China, and Taiwan. Clatch, this California coffee roastery, secured 10 pounds of it. And it's the only chain in North America to have this expensive coffee. It describes the coffee as a rare variety of Arabica from Panama that has a floral tea-like flavor with hints of jasmine and berries. Oh, that sounds lovely. Doesn't sound like $75 lovely, but whatever. The 10 pounds of beans will produce about 80 cups of coffee. So that's... Really? Is that 8 cups per pound? That doesn't make sense. Why are you using... One pound makes 8 cups? That seems... You're using way too much coffee for that, right? Am I right? 
I use a pound of coffee and I can make like, oh, I don't know, so many cups of coffee. So many. I think they're not doing it right here. That's my... Can anyone go to Clatch and tell me, report back to base? I want to know what's going on. I think if I called them, they'd give me a free cup of this $75 coffee. A few lucky coffee lovers get to try free samples at the San Francisco branch last week where promotional signs are on display advertising the world's most expensive coffee. And you really got to be a San Francisco asshole to pay $75 for this. I'm sorry. (laughs) One of them, one of the people that tried the free sample was San Francisco resident Lauren Svensson, who said it was very different from any coffee she'd ever tasted. My mind was a little blown about the fact that a $75 cup of coffee even exists, but it was shockingly good. I'd imagine she talks like that. Her friend Charlie Sinhassany also gave his free sample a positive review. Yes, when I first looked at it, I thought it would be hyper pretentious. <laughs> and and I, I would think of all the different notes for the coffee, but I was too busy enjoying it. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go back. <laughs> Hopefully they don't run out, you know. <laughs> That's how he talks. <laughs> There's a... That's the voice of an asshole who would spend $75 on a cup of coffee. That's why I did that. <laughs> I got to admit, though, I'm a coffee fanatic, and so I really want to try this. I'm just out of principle. I can't pay $75. I can't. I don't know. I don't care how much I like something. I have principles at the end of the day that involve growing up poor. And, uh, yes, my mind won't allow me to pay $75 for a cup of coffee. I would I would feel so guilty, and it would. I would beat myself up for days over that. Days! I'm like, that is a little less than what my monthly car insurance is. That's crazy on a cup of coffee. Jonesy, how do you have such cheap car insurance? Oh, because I drive a piece of shit and I get no coverage on it because it's a piece of shit. Why cover it? (laughs) Nothing fancy going on here in my life, guys. Although, you know, maybe you want to send me a gift certificate to Clatch. If enough of you, if 75 of you send me a dollar, I'll go and get this coffee. My PayPal is uh, funnyjones at gmail.com. So 75 of you send me $1 via PayPal, and I will go and get this $75 cup of coffee at Clatch, wherever it is. There's one in Southern Cali. I'll have to go find it. I'll shoot a video of this, of course. Uh, And then I'll have a friend of mine punch me in the face because it's dumb to spend $75 on coffee. Sound good? Okay. Rome is offering an exorcism course to help Christians fight rising demonic forces. That's good to know that there's rising demonic forces in the world. Oh, and but the Christians are on it. Don't worry. We're on it. <laughs> Ridiculous. For the first time in 14 years, the Roman Catholic Church has opened up its annual exorcism class in Rome to all major Christian faiths in a bid to stem the rising tide of demonic forces around the world. Of course there's demonic forces. Have you seen the headlines coming out of Florida? They just need to exercise that entire state. Train a bunch of a bunch of priests in the exorcism and the skills to fight demonic forces and then just send an army of them to Florida. Here's a quote from Father Pedro Barajon. The idea is to help each other to establish best practices, if you will. Courses on exorcism and prayers of liberation. This is the first time that different denominations have come together to compare their experiences on exorcisms, and we welcome them from all denominations. Oh, that's nice of you guys to let all all the different Christian sects to come and learn how to fight demons. Uh, 
will you let some podcasters come and take your course as well? Because I'm interested in that. I'd love to learn how to fight demons. Why not? I could get a few episodes of Weird AF News out of this shit. The one-week course is taught in Italian only. Oh, man. There goes my chances. And it costs $450. That seems pretty cheap to learn how to fight demons, right? That's about the cost of, like, an improv class. (laughs) You learn how to do good in the world? Fighting demons? Only for $450? This seems... What is it, one afternoon? I don't understand. It is described as the first course in the world that proposes careful academic and interdisciplinary research on exorcisms. Barahon said, Expelling the devil goes back to the earliest origins of the Christian church. The Catholic rite is very structured, whereas some of the other churches are more creative. They don't use a precise format. More than 241 people, both lay and religious, from more than 40 countries signed up for this course this year. It says lay people, both lay and religious. That leads me to believe that you don't have to be a special clergyman to take this course, right? You can be a lay person and take the course. They're just trying to make some money here. But here's the problem. I don't speak Italian, so. Man, would I love to do this, experience this. This would be outstanding. I'm here to understand the Catholic perspective, said one course participant, a Protestant priest from Alaska. Wow, somebody all the way from Alaska. This Protestant priest from Alaska speaks Italian. I'm impressed with you, Benjamin McIntyre. Benjamin says, we are fighting the same enemy in the name of the Lord, even if there are some parts of the Anglican church that have lost belief in Satan altogether. Some churches have lost the belief in Satan? That seems strange. I thought they all believed in Satan, right? You need to believe in Satan for the kids, you know, that you got to get the kids believing in Satan because they have to be scared of something on the way up, you know? These kids these days, they're not afraid of anything, so... You know, when they're when they're young, teach them about the devil. That'll make them, they'll be holding doors open for women. And um, they'll be walking old ladies across the street and they'll be saying please and thank you to their elders and everybody they meet. It's lovely when they believe that Satan exists. <laughs> Many young people display a certain attraction and interest toward themes tied to esoter- esotericism, magic, the occult, Satanism, witchcraft, vampirism. In contact with the presumed supernatural world, says Italian professor Giuseppe Ferrari. Giuseppe Ferrari is the founder of the sec- and the secretary of the Social and Religious Research and Information Group. <laughs> he, he gave the introductory speech at the event. Giuseppe Ferrari drives a real fast and eats a lot to meet the ball. Some end up accepting as spiritual leaders these characters who, while propose proposing a flawed liberty and false freedom, only aim at taking hold of their existence, he explained. I don't know what that means. The view that exorcisms have no place in modern society not only displays ignorance and a restricted view of reality, but underlines the conditioning by ideologies that tag as superstition everything that eludes their preconstructed schemes, says Ferrari. Wow, that's some highfalutin language there from Giuseppe Ferrari. That was in English. I can't imagine what it sounded like in Italian. Ahead of the first annual Christian Witches Convention in Salem, Massachusetts, Massachusetts in April, internationally recognized prophet Calvin Witcher argued that Jesus was a sorcerer and the Bible is really a book of magic. I don't know where this quote comes from. It's in the middle of the article. I I only read it because it had Salem in it. Salem, Massachusetts is a place where I went to college for a little while and I live there and it's one of my favorite cities in all of the U.S. It's fantastic. And if you've never been, if you ever find yourself in Boston, it's just about 20 minutes north. Check it out. It's creepy. It's got a lot of history. It's really old. It's right on the ocean. It's got all these great qualities. 
Some believe that this return to exorcism and prayer of liberation is derived from a distancing from God, Barahon told the journalists. He then explained uh, that efforts are now underway to assess the number of exorcists in the U.S., Canada, England, Ireland, Italy, Spain, and Switzerland and monitor the number of requests they receive for exorcism and prayers of liberation because there's a lot. And he says, we don't have yet a reliable number. He believes that many people who believe they are demon-possessed may also be suffering from psychological issues. So in those instances, obviously, the exorcism won't help. But in, he, say, he thinks a lot of cases are actual exorcisms, actual bona fide demonic possessions. I've watched videos of these things. You know, I, um, I had to interview a guy who claimed that he was possessed by a, a demon uh, based on a spell that his, um, his ex-wife cast on him. I swear to God. And then I had, to go, I had to go and research this stuff, man. And I found that I watched a bunch of exorcisms on YouTube, man. Some of that stuff looks ridiculous, but there are a few that I was like, this looks pretty real to me. I don't know what this person's suffering from, but it looks like it's a legitimate, like there's a legitimate some other person inside them. It was very, very weird. Um, you can find these videos, and I don't think these are all actors. I think some of these are legitimate. I don't know what's going on, but, you know, I don't know if it's demonic possession or what the hell it is, but. The church seems to think so, and they're going to send out an army of exorcists. So if you're suffering from demonic forces up your butt, you know, call the local church and tell them you need some assistance over here. Or maybe you like a demon inside you. I don't know. You Live your life the way you want to. I mean, you want a demon inside you? Have a demon inside you. I don't mind. You know? It's a free country. <laughs> As my GI, GI doctor said, it's a free country, man. Do what you want. It's a free country. A Malaysian teen jumps to her death after Instagram users voted her to do so in a poll. I didn't even want to cover this story. I almost didn't. But I thought it's so bizarre and so weird. And I thought I could take a moment to kind of comment on, you know, these internet and social media related challenges. And, well, this this came from not a challenge but a poll technically, but there's a lot of stupidity going on out there. And, and then not only that, there's a lot of people suffering from mental illness. And so let's talk about it for a second. If you, if you don't want to be angry or sad, you know, skip this story. But uh, a Malaysian teenager reportedly jumped to her death after social media users voted in favor of this decision in an Instagram poll that she posted. So if you're not familiar with Instagram, you can post a poll. You can ask a question. Should I do this? Should I do that? People will use it for a lot of innocuous things like They'll have two pairs of sneakers. They'll be like, should I buy the white ones or the black ones? And then people vote on it. But this girl apparently jumped to her death on Monday, several several hours after posting a question on her Instagram story, asking for follow, her followers, really important, help me choose, D or L, referring to the choice between death or life. Police chief of Malaysia, the Malaysian police chief has a name I cannot pronounce, uh, he he told the media that 69% of the girl's followers voted in favor of her death. He added that an autopsy report will be conducted to see if there were any other factors that contributed to her death. He also noted that she reportedly suffered from depression. Uh, following the young girl's death, Instagram received, uh, I'm sorry, reviewed the post and found that after the poll ran for 24 hours, the numbers had changed to 88% voting in favor of life. So this girl didn't even wait long enough to do it because the poll stands for 24 hours um, and she didn't wait that long for the final number to come in. She just saw that it was trending towards death and did it. Actually, it says these numbers have changed after news of the apparent suicide spread so that the numbers could be skewed from that. This is ridiculous. This is so sad. This is just terrible. Um, 
Malaysian lawmakers have urged officials to pursue a criminal investigation into the death. Under the law, anyone convicted of abetting the suicide of a minor could be sentenced to death or face up to 20 years in jail. Now, I'm wondering if you were one of the people who voted for her to, to, to go to her death, if you, could be sent, if you could be convicted of abetting the suicide of a minor. Um, Malaysia could be a very, you know, I don't know what we're dealing with there, but that could be a very strict country when it comes to stuff like this. I mean, the sentence is death could be sentenced to death, so you know they take this stuff pretty seriously. In your opinion, do you think that this anyone who voted, it's hard not to, I mean, I don't know the girl, and if you don't know the girl, you might think it's a joke that she's putting this poll up, so you may, it's not really a funny joke though, but I don't know, teenagers are pretty, have six senses of humor, and they're, you know, whatever, whatever, I was a teenager once, and I, if I thought a, a classmate of mine was just joking around with a poll like that, I don't know what I would do. But uh, like you can imagine some people just choosing death because they think it's they don't think the person's serious. But anyone who knows her and knows that she has a mental disorder should have known, oh, this is serious. I should be calling 911 right now. Six hours went by and no one called. I mean, that's well, I don't know if they have 911 in Malaysia, but whatever the Malaysian version of 911 is, that should have been on the speed dial. Here's a quote. Uh, would the girl still be alive today if the majority of netizens on her Instagram account discouraged her from taking her own life? Would she have heeded the advice of them to seek professional help had they done so? That's the question. We don't know her. We don't know if that would have been effective. We don't know if this was a someone who was on the verge of doing it anyways. We don't know that. Um, and when, we may never know that, obviously. This is very sad. Social media, you know, has so many benefits, but then there's another side of it that's just this, it's so detrimental to the culture. It's just so, in so many ways. Um, and, you know, I never thought I'd see something like this. Um, we've seen people kill themselves who were bullied. We've seen that as well. It's been that. This is very sad. I'm sorry, guys. I'll, I'll cut it off here. Um, but I do want to ask uh, that question if you thought these people would be held responsible. And I guess I also want to just say, like, you know, if you're suffering from depression or anything like that, you you have to, you should call someone or speak to someone. Like, you, you need to do something. You need to. This is not good advice. Uh, but if you are there, are, I mean, there's so many places you can go. There's so many people you could talk to. There's numbers you can call. The help is available is what I'm going to say. Um, and uh, the uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline I don't know if it's only available in the U.S. or if it's worldwide, but the number is 1-800-273-8255. If you're not feeling very good, call this number. Call me. I'm here. I'll talk to you. Shit. 646-450-2012. Anytime. Call me up. Call a friend. Speak to somebody. You know? Don't pull some sort of stunt like this. Think about it before you do so. And if you ever see somebody that's doing this, you have to call the authorities this is six hours that this poll was sitting there. I mean, you know, if you if you have the slightest inclination or, or you know, hint that someone might do something like this, you you must call for help. We all know that, right? I know. I'm talking to my weirdos here. You guys are pretty reasonable people. You know that. I don't really have to say that, but I'm just saying it just to cover my bases. Um, all right, enough of that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thanks for listening today. I want to give some love to some people who reached out to me on Instagram. Uh, I- Iriania? <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. She wrote, you're, sh- you're the shit, man. I listen to you every morning. I wouldn't miss it. No, thank you. Also, the Beers in the Basement podcast reached out to me and said, I listen every morning. Keep up the good work. I swear to God, I don't live in Florida. All right. <laughs> beers in the Basement podcast. That sounds amazing. I want to hang out with anybody who's drinking beers in the basement while recording a podcast. Courtney Beechner says, thanks for... Uh, she says, I finished my Google newscast with Weird AF News always. Thanks for making my commute tolerable. Oh, you're very welcome, Courtney. Thanks for reaching out, guys. You can do so anytime. Here's my email, funnyjones at gmail.com. That's pretty cool. On Instagram, it's at funnyjones. And on Twitter, it's also at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I think I gave out the number earlier in the show, but just in case I forgot, 646-450-2012. Call the show anytime. Express yourself. Maybe you heard a story that ignites something inside of you. A little spark of expression comes out and you feel you need to find an outlet for that. Well, call the show and let it out. You're not a fan of portable urinals on the street? Call and tell me. You think $75 is a reasonable price for a cup of coffee? Call and say so. Do it. Do you think Guns N' Roses shouldn't sue a brewery over a beer called Guns N' Rosé? <laughs> Call me. I want to hear about it. That's what the phone number's for. Anyways, uh, as always, uh, I appreciate it if you would tell a friend about the show. Yeah, just one. Somebody you think might be able to get something, some sort of uh, entertainment out of this. Someone who might, who likes to laugh, really, is what we're looking for here. Uh, let them know about Weird AF News. And you can listen to it even on your smart speaker by saying, Hey, Alexa, play the Weird AF News podcast. Shit like that. Or you could tell Google to do the same, I think. I don't know. There's a few others, but I'm not uh, I'm not hip to all that shit. Check out my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Weird AF News. Where I'm uh, going to record and upload a second bonus episode today. <laughs> yeah, with another comedian friend of mine. So... If you want access to some of that bonus material, you got to go to the Patreon and do it, baby. But you can get access for as little as two bucks a month, which is like buying Jonesy a half a beer in Los Angeles. Not even. Beers are probably like six bucks here and up. It's like buying me a third of a beer. Why wouldn't you want to buy me a third of a beer? What is wrong with you? Are you some sort of evil doer? Only an evil doer wouldn't want to buy Jonesy a third of a beer for doing this. Think about it. 